You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at TaxiStandR. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And good morning once again here. Uh, I've got to get myself back in running mode here. My goodness. It's only been two weeks. Well, geez, I feel feel like it's been like three months since we've done a show so i'm i'm just kind of like oh oh is this what we're supposed to do oh okay so anyways well well i'll get to it don't give me this run around move along shit uh anyways good morning everybody you are listening to the taxi stand hour on radio tfi and on the radio tfi streaming network from the northern command studios and study hall in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to lose it. I swear to God. We two minutes in and, and, and I'm going to lose it. Two minutes. Anyways, this, being generous. This guy over here from Queens, New York, in the illustrious Radio TFI. Gleaming executive tower, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome back. We're back. It's, it's like John said, it's only been two weeks, but we're acting as if we've never done this before. Uh, hope you had a, uh, a happy and exciting and restful holiday last week. John and I each had personal uh, things to do. We'll talk about that in just a minute. John, you mentioned the study hall. Is somebody else in there during studio time? Oh, uh, the young Miss Angela came to get her laptop and book uh, wow. out of here just uh, just as we were going on air. I told you we have to beef up security at the Northern Command Center. It's uh, I know, I know. We've talked about this. But anyway, anyway, uh, we, we, we all had a great couple of weeks. We're happy to be back. We got some goodies for you today. And uh, young Mr. Shannon, I'll see you at uh, 11.50. See ya! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. So, So, all right. All right. How was your Memorial Day weekend? Let's let's, let's, uh, do this. Well, let's see. What did I... Oh, let's see. Well, Saturday, I did something that I 
completely rate, uh, said was totally overrated. Yeah, you did. You, you never catch me doing it. Not a, I went out. Not a chance. Not a chance you were ever. I went out and did Saturday. I know what you did. We, uh, I shouldn't say we, because uh, young Brandon rented out a pontoon boat. And uh, we went on one of Minnesota's biggest interior lakes to, to go fishing. Doesn't Minnesota have like 10,000 lakes? Well, I think they they count a couple of mud puddles in that uh, <laughs> well. mix. But, uh, but yeah, that that's that's the uh, moniker, if you will. Wasn't that on the license plate? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. So, and, you, so you were on one of the 10,000 lakes. Yes. So we tried our hand at fishing, and that's why they call it fishing and not catching. Catching. Yep, 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 yep. How'd that work? You know what? It was fun, but at the same time, it was miserable because... How did Master Oliver enjoy himself? You know, we purposely got a pontoon just for that reason. He didn't have to... He didn't have to stay, put, you know, in right. one area. Stay right. put. He could move around the vessel, and uh, and it was um, he handled it all right. Good. I, I can't uh, didn't didn't want to share his fishing pole with Granny Annie, but well, you know that that's was gonna, that's going to happen. <laughs> that's going to happen. I uh, I personally I get seasick in the shower, so fishing not really. But Ed, you can fish from the shore. No, no, I can't. <laughs> well, good. I'm well, glad. What? I'm glad the young man had a good time. The only thing that I I wanted to drive home is is, is I kind of look use baseball as an analogy here. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody, uh, young Brandon, young Angie have not, to my knowledge, that's the first time they ever went fishing. Ooh, okay. First time. First time either Annie or I have been fishing. I haven't been fishing in 30 years. I, I don't know if Annie... I have a question. Was uh-huh. was anybody on the vessel knew what they were doing as far as fishing went? Uh, Probably not. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Just trying to... I'm just trying to get, get the picture here, the portrait, you know, as, as you... Yeah. We knew enough to put the bait on the hook, put the put the uh, throw the bait overboard, and, and 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 so we all sang, "Here, fishy, 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 fishy." Well, it's it not, it, well, it's not like deadliest catch, right? Where you had to drop a pot and you know you, no. you were in the Bering Sea or anything like that. <laughs> no, and we weren't through. We weren't rolling out chum or anything no, like no, that. We're, yeah. we're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> well, good. So, but. Uh, the only thing was, we went on, other than Lake Superior, mm-hmm. well, let's put it this way. We went on Minnesota's largest interior lake. Out, out of 10,000 lakes to choose from, we mm-hmm. have to choose the biggest lake. So that's kind of like like baseball. You don't start out at the major leagues. You generally... Well, you can, you can also look at it this way. You didn't have to traverse the entire lake. We couldn't have. We'd have ran out of gas on that pontoon. But, but my point. That. My point is, you leave the dock and you just you could just stay. So you're you, as long as you're inside of the dock. You know you don't have to travel the whole thing. I've been on small lakes. I've been on big lakes, and you know. 
the thing is, though, is we got out on the lake. We got out probably a good, eh, I'd say we probably got a good two or three miles out into the lake. Who was driving the boat, by the way? Oh, we let Angie, Angie drove it for the majority of the time. I drove it a little bit, but uh, I think Angie got as much enjoyment out of driving the boat as she did uh, fishing, to be honest with you. Sometimes that's, that's all you can ask for now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we, uh, but we got out there and the, out there, and it wasn't even close to being the middle of the lake. And all of a sudden we're hitting choppy waters. Like you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. it was, oh, and the wind, it, it was windier than hell. And if just, let's just say we, we, we dressed in, we dressed Minnesotan for the occasion. And it's a good <laughs> thing we did. Well, well, I'm glad everybody had a good time at the end. I I, yeah. pr- I promise you the stories years years from now will be much better than the experience itself. Well, we won't have to worry about talking about catching fish because there weren't none to catch. Oh, uh, years from now, you would have caught dozens of fish. That's where the story will be. I promise you. Well, the sad part about that lake is is there's restrictions on the amount of fish you can catch on that lake. <laughs> oh, so so there's there's your story. Well, we didn't want to violate the restrictions. So we exactly. just. Exactly. And we, we came nowhere near close to violating any restrictions. We, our hands were clean. There was no uh, way. They had nothing on us. Well, good. You know it. Well, good. We're, we're happy that you had a, a wonderful, wonderful family experience. And, uh, and young Master Oliver had a good time. Well,. And then Granny Annie and I, uh, after oh, that's that, that was the main reason that I was taking off. Anyways, is, is that baby Oliver got uh, baptized, Master Oliver. Yeah, suck it up, dude. <laughs> suck, look, look, you're talking to a guy who just saw most of his nieces and nephews. Don't talk to me about they're still babies, okay? <laughs> but so we got him bat. We got him baptized. Uh, Sunday morning, and then Sunday afternoon, we took off for um, a little town called uh, Walt Hill, Nebraska. What, pray tell, is in Walt Hill, Nebraska? Now, now we went out there for Memorial Day. Now, my parents are buried Ah, out, out there. And I'm told I actually have a plot out there at that same cemetery, so. Well, let's find out. Both are you. Only one way to know. Only one way for certain. (laughs) See, what you don't know is that when you have a plot, as soon as you kick, boom, there's a crew that comes out, picks you up, drops you right in your hole. Sounds pretty painless to me. (laughs) Well, not the first part. So we went out there, uh, went out there, spent the night Sunday night, uh, spent spent a little bit of time on Monday with... uh, with some family and what have you, and sounds nice. It was it was a it was a nice trip. It was getting a little long, but uh, we 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 took we took my car, my cab, and and I get a little leery everyone of taking my my cab on those long road trips because you know some bitch has got uh, two hundred and ten thousand miles on it now. She can handle it. She can handle it. And she she did. She handled it like a champ like a champ so all in all it all worked out good 
absolutely so, um, fabulous. Fabulous. We're happy and, to hear that. And my friend, I'll tell you something. I saw oh, some me. pictures on oh. Yeah, you. Saw some pictures on oh, Facebook. Jeez. Hey, you you clean up kind of you clean up kind of nice there. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, now, so whose wedding was this? That you well, attended? well, last Sunday, <clears throat> excuse me, May thirtieth, my uh, one of my nephews, Thomas, uh, got got hitched to his lovely, lovely now bride, uh, Megan. She's a lovely, lovely girl. They've been together for twelve years since high school, and wow. uh, you know they went to college. They were separated for about four years. It's it's a great story, actually. My nephew had a medical issue a while back and, you know, she was right there with him the whole time. She's, she just, I've, I didn't get a chance to speak to her really at the wedding, you know, because she's the bride. It's her day. She's all over the place. But in the past at other events, I've gotten to talk to her. She is just a sweetheart. and I love this girl to pieces. She just, she's just fantastic. So anyway, so yes, I went out and uh, I think I talked about it two weeks ago. I went out and I bought a new suit. Uh, so I was looking real fine. Uh, let's start Sunday morning. I got dressed. Now I was really looking forward. I hadn't really put and put the whole ensemble on together, and everything fit. Everything was fine. The uh, two problems: the shirt didn't have a pocket, which disappointed me. I again, I hadn't tried it on. I just opened it up out of the package, presuming it was the right size, which was really dumb when you get right down to it. <laughs> waiting till that day but lo and behold so i had also gone with suspenders i was wearing a belt but i also wanted suspenders because i didn't want to be yanking my pants up all day and tucking my shirt in well when i uh when i got dressed so here i am i've got the white shirt on long sleeves i've got the pants on and i put the suspenders on and look, I know I've put on a lot of weight lately, but boy, oh boy, these suspenders just accentuated. I look like one of those old fat Southern lawyers. Oh my God. It was horrendous, horrendous. That, uh, that was my, you got to do something moment, you know, and we'll talk about that as time goes on. So, so now last week here in the Northeast, we had, if you're anywhere on the East coast, you know the kind of weather we had last week. It was just rain, rain, and buckets of rain. It lasted most of the day. So I uh, I get out to my car. I have my jacket in, wrapped in plastic. I was wearing a little raincoat, and I get 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 into my van. There was an hour and forty minute drive to the venue. And pretty much, it was an hour and forty minute drive for everybody, no matter where they were coming from. Uh, there was a hotel nearby that, uh, you know, everybody, a lot of people were staying at. I wasn't going to stay. Uh, I drove in a driving rain for about the first hour and a half. Uh, I got to the event about 10 minutes before I got to the venue. It lightened up a little bit. It, it came back. Beautiful venue. Overlooking a lake. They had an outdoor uh, patio at gazebo area. <clears throat> Excuse me. I looked on their website, and they, you know, they did ceremonies out there. Obviously, this was not happening that day. We we did the ceremony indoors. So, 
uh, we get there. I'm seeing people that I haven't seen, blah, 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 say hello, all that. And, and then we, uh, you know, the ceremony began. It was lovely. The wedding party came in. And I see this one young girl walking, son of a gun, it's my niece. And I haven't seen her in, in a few years. And uh, my niece, Kelly, boy, oh, boy, she's a, she's a beautiful young woman now. And, and just, it, it was, and she, by the way, side note, she was the second star of the show. She had a blast all night long being part of her brother's wedding. Uh, uh, the groom, Thomas, had both of his brothers and his sister as part of the wedding party. So it was really nice. My, my brother and his wife, they were just beaming. They're having a grand, you know. And I got to speak to most of my uh, nieces and nephews. A couple of them weren't there. And uh, I spoke to more people than named Van S that night than, uh, boy, oh, boy, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw that many. It's, uh, it's nice to be in a room where everybody knows how to spell your last name. A little mini family reunion going yeah, on there. Yeah, huh? something like that. So, you know, we uh, I had my one beer, which was, it was interesting because... I had just gone to the bar, and I had said I was going to have one beer. I'm not. My brother, whose son got married, had we had talked about a week or so before, and he wanted to know if I was going to stay at the hotel. I said no, pro- no. I'm. Uh, I said I'm not really drinking that much anymore. I said at most I'll have a beer, and that that you know that'll be that. So I get the beer, and I had just come back from the bar, and I'm standing there, and there's my brother, my brother Mike, and he's. How many is that for you? Are you, you know, and I'm, and I said, it's like I told you, it's my first and only. I said, matter of fact, I haven't taken a sip out of it yet. He's looking at me. I point to my other, one of my other brothers. I said, back me up on this. Cause he, had, I, I was sitting there drinking Coke all night, you know? And, uh, so I had to get verification from my brother Ray that, you know, <laughs> so I had my one beer. Bud Light, which everybody knows, light beer because nobody likes a fat drunk. Uh, I found that out the hard way a long time ago. Well, it's not my joke, but you know, I, I use it. All <laughs> so, so you know, but again, all in all, uh, a good time was had. Uh, I left. Actually, a couple of my siblings left. We all left about the same time coincidentally and uh left about ten thirty. the party was going strong but i had a long drive in front of me every again everybody had a long that wasn't staying had a long drive in front of them except for my brother ray he didn't live too far from there but no nah, he was still an hour away um i come to find out that the party went on till about 2 a.m which is, you know to be expected to be expected uh, they shut down the venue at about midnight, and the party continued at the hotel, I'm told. And uh, a good time was had by all. And I, I actually, I'm not going to lie, it went a whole lot better than I thought it was going to go. I, I had a much better time than I expected. And that's got nothing to do with my nieces and nephews. Well, congratulations to your nephew and his bride. And, congratulations, uh... Thomas and Megan. And... Uh, Oh, I got to see my aunt Sissy too, my father's si- sister. Turns out she just became a great grandmother. So <laughs> the things you find out. Well, all I can say is 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 thanks to the good Karen for keeping uh, 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 keeping a log, taking lots of pictures. And yeah, she did. I'm only in three pictures, by the way. 
three. But my my good friend did clean up uh, uh, rather well, and uh, hey, I, glad I, you guys had a good time. Yeah, I turned out liking the suit more than I thought I would when I when I first bought it because I couldn't get anything else in my size because. Uh, Oh, by the way, when I uh, I told my brother about the suspenders story, he he oh. literally almost fell on the floor laughing. Now, my, my his son, my nephew Harry, who's a stand-up comic, by the way, and he loves to take shots at me when he can. You know, you give this kid, you think I'm dead. You give this kid any kind of an opening, and, and especially with me, he just loves taking the shot, and I, and I love it. it. It's all fine. And my, but my brother was sitting there laughing, laughing, almost falling off the chair for about five minutes straight when I told him the Southern Lawyer Suspenders thing. He said, no, you know what? I'm going to keep this one to myself. He says, years from now, I'll bust out laughing and nobody will know why but me. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy. Okay. So, so anyway, that was uh, that was Memorial Day weekend for us. Monday I came home and I just kind of just uh, lollygagged about. So there you have it. Uh -huh. There you have it. Now, do you know what today is, John? He said, moving on. Uh, well, other than June 6th, which yeah. I didn't announce here. So, by the way, yeah, this is the June 6th show of 2021. Right. You know what June it's, 6th is? Uh, actually, I, you'll probably, I'll probably know once you tell me. You ever heard of D-Day? Really? I see. I'm not that great of a history buff. I, I, well, well, maybe you know, maybe you know what else is it is. Uh, do tell. It's drive-in movie day. <laughs> According to uh, timeanddate.com, fun holidays. Today, today is drive-in movie day. <laughs> Friday was. We still have a couple. Go we ahead. have a couple of drive-ins here uh, in Minnesota. Never, so. never been to a drive-in. Yeah, oh, a lot of fun. Uh, so I've heard, but uh, I grew up in Manhattan back when. Uh, and remember, you got to mute when you drink that thing; it's very noisy. Oh, uh, sorry. Remember, I grew up in Midtown Manhattan, where we had a gazillion movie theaters back when every place only showed one movie. You know, right. we didn't have we didn't have cars let alone a drive-in. And when I moved to South Florida, there was only one drive-in nearby, and I was working nights. So. There you go. Uh, Friday. Well, what do you say? Hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. Friday was National Donut Day. I remember that. I actually did have two donuts on Friday. And and tomorrow, and uh, dig through your closet now, kids and kittens. Tomorrow, June 7th, is... Uh, is VCR day. So be kind, rewind. <laughs> VCR day. That's hey, it's right here on the website, man. You you can't you can't lie about such a thing. You can't make that up. You wouldn't want to make that up. No kidding. No kidding. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero Two four two eight is the number we. I think we're gonna get uh, uh, get rolling here on a few uh, topics. Why don't you go ahead and and uh, lead us off there with the most annoying uh, sounder in radio history? Jeez, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. 
Because guess what I forgot about? I forgot, forgot all about all of it. You for all, oh, and I had to remind you. Yeah, I had to remind me. It's time for the Radio TFI Market Watch, sponsored by It Could Be You. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, let's see, Uber closed Friday at $50.18, up $1.36 from two weeks ago. Lyft closed at $57.40, up $5.08 from two weeks ago. That's been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Please sponsor this bit. Uh, I'm getting very well, good. I'm, uh, getting, I'm getting very good with the timing there, aren't I? So, uh, just as I was afraid, uh, <laughs> just as I was afraid, and I, and somewhat predicted, it looks like yes, um, Uber and Lyft are starting to claw their way back from that little ah. nosedive that they took. Uh, what was, that was what a month ago, month and a half ago, right? But remember, these numbers are from two weeks ago. Right. Okay, so we don't have last week's numbers. And uh, Look, they're getting their butts kicked right now because they don't have enough drivers. Well, that's that's just the bottom line. There's a, there's a labor shortage in general. And so who in the hell, if, if they're not going to work, if they're not going to work for uh, uh, McDonald's flipping burgers and a lot of these places are, are, make, are, are giving $15, $18 an hour. Uh, uh, they're not going to go to work for Uber and Lyft, put the miles on their own cars, and 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 clear after it's all said and done. Uh, clear, um, you know, if they're lucky, you know, nine ten dollars right. an hour. Right. Other places are hiring. Other places are starting to pay well. And why would you provide all the tools for the job? You know, and exactly. Look, you're getting emails. I'm getting emails from Uber, and they, you know, they bolted the door behind me. This is how desperate they are. This is how desperate mm-hmm. they are. They're taking back anybody now, anybody that's willing. But again, they're they're raising their prices, but the drivers mm-hmm. aren't seeing any any of it. Taxi taxi business is starting to come back to life uh, a little bit there, which is good news. Uh, it is all right, good news. Actually, I had a very interesting uh, phone call uh, during our break. I got an I got an e- email because I'm still on on their email list from the company that I, I used to be affiliated with, Yellow Cat Broward. Well, they're offering a deal starting tomorrow. Uh, I think if you if you jump on the deal, uh, if you lease a cab, a lease a weekly cab and you stick with it for four weeks they will give you the next four weeks free now the only thing i don't like about the offer is that they're limiting it to the first 10 drivers now my question is what if you're driver number 11 yeah um but anyway anyway i also go ahead you froze on me a little bit there so i didn't hear I didn't get to hear part of uh, what you were saying there. Well, they're limiting it to 10 drivers. Okay. And I got to wonder if you're driver number 11. Now, on top of the email, there was a robocall from the operations manager, the lovely and talented Regina. So I thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity. I haven't spoken to her in a couple of years. So uh, 
This was Friday, as a matter of fact. This Friday, last Friday. Last Friday. And so I gave her a call. We chit-chatted. You know, how you doing? I'm fine. How's things going down there? Oh, we're, you know, she said, well, things are starting to turn around. And, you know, and we talked a little bit about the offer and, you know, you know how I'm doing and, and all that. And, and it, 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 A, I'm a, I was a little surprised that she's still there. Although she is, she has been with that company. Oh God, uh, she's got to be close to forty years now. Not oh thirty five something, like, because she came in as a cashier a year or two after I started, and now she's she's been operation manager for years now. She's a wonderful, wonderful person, and uh, uh, and I'm glad, kind of glad she's still there because she is the glue that holds that place together. Uh, but according to her, yeah, things are starting to, you know, they had a good spring, uh, they're good cruise season. So, you know, they're, they're getting there. They're, they're, they're getting there. And, and I think it's a great offer. Again, the only thing I would have done is I wouldn't limit it to 10 drivers. You know, I would say, look, uh, here's come back by X date and, uh, you pay for four, we'll give you four. That's how I used to do it with, a. I used to reward drivers, bring me a driver and I'll give you 50 bucks, but only after they've paid for two weeks. So basically at the start of the third week. Our company is doing exactly that. I was just going to tell you, our company is, is offering $50 a week off of a lease for X amount of uh, weeks if you refer a refer a driver right. well it's the, i was doing uh, this long before uber mm-hmm. <clears throat> the thing is i got to thinking about that a little bit and you know heck i could i could beat the weeds for drivers i there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, guys that i know that work for the the competition that i could uh, if i gave them a little bit of sales pitch uh, come over to our company but why the hell do i want to do that I'm liking the idea. I, I'm, I'm liking the idea that um, I've stayed relatively steady uh, for the last uh, oh geez for the last six weeks, five six weeks. It's it's been uh, uh, I, I have been I've had all I can do. Right, like getting back to getting back to Uber and the stocks and all that. Uh, keep in mind, Uber is offloading everything that's uh, that's not Uber Eats or the uh, transportation. They're getting rid of all of it. You know, they they pissed away billions on that uh, uh, self-driving car nonsense, which was never wow. going to work. Not in this lifetime, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize, folks. Uh, that's this gosh darn cold. Uh, oh, by the way, the, just to finish up. Uh, the wedding was the first event at this place where a first full event, fully attended event. None of us were wearing masks. We we're all vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Guess what your old Uncle Ed came away with? A cold. Mm-hmm. I survived COVID, but I couldn't get past one event without getting a cold. Anyway. They, um, they were saying, they were saying people that were wearing, you know, wearing masks. Yeah, you know, yeah, nobody you got sick. That's right. Nobody got so anyway, so Uber uh, Uber is getting rid of all the other nonsense. So that's going to bring them up a little bit in the stock market. But but again, they're raising their rates for customers, lowering the pay for the drivers. It's it's never going to work. And until people get 
the idea well people are starting to take taxis again because mm -hmm. why it's a consistent regulated rate because it's not at the whim of you know look it may be tough to get a cab on new year's eve but you know what you're going to pay exactly you know what you're going to pay it's not you're not going to get gigged how many people over the years uh, have been screwed over by uber um by the way because this came up again uh our good pal jafar up up there in toronto canada uh was talking about this uh, he's pushing delete uber a great idea but again don't just delete the app cancel your account more importantly remove don't re change your payment method if you have a debit card on there, go to your bank, have them replace the debit card. Why? Because eventually Uber will tap into your your debit card with phony charges. Once you remove their access to your money, that's it. That You're done with them. You're done with them. So, uh, And by the way, if you try to cancel your account with them, they will do everything they can. They will tell you it takes 30 days, blah, blah, blah. Of course, the best way is just stop using them. But get if you really want to separate, you have to cancel the account. Deleting the app is a great start. Don't misunderstand. But also deny them access to your payment information. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I've, and I've noticed that the ca the private pay fares that I've uh, uh, picked over the last uh, few weeks, majority of them just want to use cash. Yeah. They don't. They they don't. They don't really want to get into this whole thing with credit cards and, and, and what have you and right. having that information out there. And I, I don't know. I, I still like dealing with cards better just because I don't want to carry a bunch of cash. But but uh, but it's good for the public to have the option. Have... It's good for the public right. to have the option. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, all right. We're ready to move along here to the more seedy I side think... of... So which way do you which way do you want to go? I've got uh, I've we've got a little bit of stuff here from uh, from Minneapolis from this last week. Uh, or do you want to go over to? You've got a bunch of uh, of goodies here from uh, various right wing nut job organizations <laughs> here and what have you. Well, one of my favorites that I stumbled across this week, and let me read this. This is from uh, BJ Kennedy on Twitter at ARC Drag. This is, this is what we're dealing with here. Don't forget both, quote, Trump deserves credit for ending a pandemic by approving the vaccine so quickly, unquote, and, quote, vaccines approved so quickly can't possibly be safe, so I'm not getting it. This is the two sides. These are things that people throw at you. Oh, Trump got it going. But now, oh, it happened so fast, it's, uh, it can't possibly be safe. It's the hypocrisy <laughs> of it all. Um, exactly. Let's see what else. We well, let's start with uh, with young Mitch McConnell here. Uh, this is from Don Winslow, Ooh. and this is yeah. every, this is everything you need to know about Mitch McConnell. Yeah, one hundred percent of my focus is on stopping this new administration. Yeah, one hundred percent of my focus is on stopping this new administration we we let it play twice but uh, just for emphasis yeah once again and remember he did this when obama came into office mitch mcconnell is not interested is interested in power he's not interested in doing anything 
for the people of this country, let alone the state of Kentucky. You look at the <laughs> state that state is in. Meanwhile, when he came to Washington 36 years ago, he was broke. He was flat broke. Now he's worth about $36 million. Way to go, Mitch. Uh, go figure. Go figure. Who knew about such things? Let's let's go to uh, our, our all-time favorite, Miss Lindsey Graham, speaking to an ex-Marine, a former Marine. I'm sorry, nobody's ever an ex-Marine. Former Marine, and uh, let's just take a listen. I live in Louisiana, lots of friends in South Carolina. I'm, uh, I, I see how you're berated in the press, and, I'm, and I honestly believe that you believe in our democracy as I do. I came to D.C. because I'm a Marine, I went to Iraq, and I believe, as I believe that you do, that President Trump is not acting in accordance to his oath. That you took an idea to defend the Constitution. You took an oath. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you, you have. Is that it? So as soon as this former Marine mentions to uh, Miss Lindsay that, you know, hey, you took an oath to defend the Constitution. I don't think Trump is doing it. Oh, oh see ya. Uh, you couldn't see it uh, for our radio audience. But at that point, uh, Miss Lindsay just scurries right off into his office, leaves the guy standing there. And uh, that's who we're dealing with these days. That's who we're dealing with. Now. Oh, exactly. They, they don't want to. And these. It. I thought that there was some hope for the Republican Party. Ah, when, you're dreaming. Well, well, what can I say? You Here, know? here's all that's, you need to know. What, this is from last week. This would have been on last week's show. But this is your friend, uh, Buckethead. Okay, Sean Hannity, uh, speaking with the governor of Arizona. And this is the governor of Arizona speaking. Take a listen to this. What will we find in this Maricopa recount? Anything? Well, this is our, our, our fourth audit. There's already been three audits. This is the fourth one. The first three came out clean. Let's see what this fourth one says. But I think if you look at Arizona and what's happening in other Republican states, we really have a compendium of best practices. On, on Real quick, yes or no, is Donald Trump still the leader of the Republican Party? Well, he's the former president. He's the largest voice. Is he Let's the leader? Let's be a 75-million-plus party. Let's be a party of addition. Is he the leader? Yes. Yep. Is he the leader? I don't think anyone defines leadership of a party. It's defined by principles, by core values, by good government. Is it the America first, make America great again? Oh, absolutely. That's all, that's all part of it. There. So no matter how many times we count and we find out that Trump lost, uh, oh, no, no, no. We'll, uh, we'll keep digging. You know, so, and that's the governor of Arizona, by the way, who's, uh, you know, look, these well, people are... But it, it's so it's it's so funny. Well, it isn't funny, but these these people when when this first started coming down, people you know they were sure that Trump had uh, Trump was in the wrong as far as uh, spreading the lies about uh, about how he you know the big lie as it's called. And, and and spreading that and, and the you could the republicans you, you could you were starting to see some of them actually starting to may have a little common sense but now it, it, they're coming to find out that the, the power the power that trump is wielding is is overwhelming and now they're the, now they're scurrying for their political lives 
and uh, so now they're all getting back on board mm-hmm. with, with Trump. And uh, well, and it's like I've said, as just again, as John Q. Voter, as long as as long as uh, the Republican Party continues to even utter the name Trump in a positive tone. You've lost me. I don't give it. Bring out the ham sandwiches. That's all I got to say. Well, as we get caught up here on two weeks of not talking about any of this, let's bring back somebody we haven't heard from in a while. John's new favorite, uh, the one, the only, Keith Oberman. I'm a simple Marine, said the MAGA maggot who rose to speak at the QAnon convention in Dallas Sunday. I want to know why what happened in Minamar can't happen here. Even through that stupidity, Michael Flynn, the disgraced former general, Trump national security advisor, and Putin stooge, knew the alleged Marine was talking about the military coup in Myanmar on February 1st. Flynn answered, quote, you know, no reason. I mean, it should happen here. The maggots roared. Flynn continued, no reason, right? That's right. Michael Flynn, who last December tried to talk Trump into declaring martial law, has now endorsed a military coup to overthrow the civilian government of the United States of America and presumably to detain or kill the president, vice president, the cabinet, senators, congressmen, and any civilians who object. And we are still ignoring Michael Flynn and those who would destroy democracy here. We are still inviting coups and bloodshed and doom because even after January 6th, somehow some Democrats and most media will not accept even the possibility that it can happen here even after it did happen here. I call on the President of the United States to openly and loudly instruct his Attorney General to prosecute Michael Flynn for violation of 18 U.S. Code 2385. That is the statute against advocating the overthrow of the United States government. And I call on the President to openly and loudly instruct the Secretary of Defense to return General Flynn to active duty and then to begin court-martial proceedings against him for violation of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. This is where this shit has to end. The time for walking on eggshells, hoping it won't happen again, wishing for peace and healing is over. Michael Flynn and his ilk have declared war on the United States of America on Memorial Day weekend. They want the military to take over the government to hell with them. Arrest Flynn. Court-martial him, make an example of him to all the other MAGA maggots who call themselves patriots when they are in fact fascist scum. January 6th was their practice. They want another coup. All they should get instead is indictment, a public lawyer, and God willing, prisons enough for all of them. Keith Overman, I apologize for the uh, audio on that. I, we cranked it up a little louder than we should have. Oh, well, it <clears throat> I, you know, I, I don't know that there is a more passionate voice when it comes to uh, these matters. I, I, I'm really, it's, it's, it's stunning. But, he, but he's absolutely right. It was, it was, it was hilarious. You know, trying, uh, listening to uh, Flynn trying to uh, walk all that back. Oh, I, yeah. It was it was crazy. It was crazy listening to him trying to walk all this back. Oh, I never said that. I there is no place for there is no place for a coup in this country. That's not what you said. That's not what you were talking about in front of all these ravenous uh, uh, 
maggots. Right. I, I love that. That 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 that's a great term. You know what we need to keep in mind though is that the Trump supporters are a very very small percentage of eligible voters in this country, and even though they're making it tougher, the Republicans are. As long as we come out to vote, no matter what hurdles they put in our way and when i say we i don't mean people like john and i we're white men they they don't care about us they know they're not going to stop us uh, but for everybody else do what you have to to get out there and vote so that we keep them out of office because we need a a more a bigger majority in the senate 50 50 ain't cutting it i mean yes we have the vice presidential tiebreaker but boy oh boy uh and and you folks in kentucky you 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 pooped the bed this time around you could have got rid of mcconnell and you didn't so uh let's let's get uh let's hear from our other favorite chip chip franklin uh john's john really loves chip franklin now and you know, these are fast and good, and we like them. And, yes, we're squeezing a lot in right now because uh, we missed a lot the last couple of weeks. So, uh, right. And this will be the last one for this hour. So here he is, Chip Franklin. China is to blame. On one hand, there's science and its unrelenting search for truth. On the other hand, there's Republicans. You'll develop herd, like a herd mentality. Herd mentality? Republicans have ignored science from the start. You brought the light inside the body. First, masks and distancing. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. Then vaccines. I'm not getting vaccinated. And now COVID's origins. China, 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 China. COVID wasn't created in an evil Chinese lab. We have the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> SARS-CoV-2's molecular structure is distinct from the known coronaviruses and instead resembles viruses that are found in bats and pangolins that, unlike Republicans, have never been known to cause humans harm. Kung flu. But could the Chinese have foobarred the safety protocols? Sure, I mean, they're nowhere near as smart as us. Bottom line, if you were looking to engineer a bioweapon, you'd make it from a virus already known to make people sick, like Ted Cruz. Freedom! What the fuck is wrong with you? That's a penis. What else has to happen in this country? Goddamn right. That's a good one. Chip Franklin, ladies and gentlemen, I would follow him on Twitter. You will, you. By the way, again, all these, uh, all these commentaries, etc., are all on the RadioTFI.com website, including more that we don't, we don't play on the air, but are there anyway? There's a second Keith Oberman this week. There's a couple of good. By the way, there's some that don't translate well to radio. There's a couple of make you feel good moments on the, especially one about uh, on the website. There's one about a dog who. Uh, you, you've just got to see it. Uh, the, a reporter went to a, a, a shelter to do a story on the shelter, and this dog came up to him, and you've just got to see the video. It, it just it will just break your heart, make you smile all at the same time. Uh, that's RadioTFI.com. There you go. Well, you look like you got a little teary-eyed just talking about it's, that. It's, again, it's, it's, it's a great little video. And, and when you see the pooch, uh, I, I didn't want to play it here because while it's a great visual, there's really not a lot of sound to it. Uh, right. So so we, we left it on the website. It's there. We're not hiding it. We're not. This is not a thing to get you to go to the website. But if you go, hey, it's not a bad thing. That's right. Uh, That's absolutely right. So we okay, we managed to get a lot done there. Uh, 
where uh, we did yeah now we got 12 minutes to kill <laughs> well i i don't know i might want to flow into the other the other uh half with this because i quite frankly don't know how long this is going to take for me to get a lot of this off of my chest why don't we save it for the right. monday show then excuse me we'll save it for the monday show the monday show the monday show yeah okay you can do take as much time as you want on the monday show (laughs) okay yeah whatever (laughs) yeah stick it with the sun don't shine i already have it's not pleasant so anyway what what is it that you got that you don't want to do or you may want to do or you can't do or you shouldn't do or maybe you will do and toodaloo and scoop-de-doo and scooby-doo and dooby-dooby-doo are you done are, are you done? Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, thank you. So in Minneapolis, uh, we had kind of an eventful week. Yeah, you did. Uh, this last week. Um, started out a few days ago um, in, the, in, in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, city workers, along with a uh, self-delegated a group of individuals called Agape uh, started to disassemble the um, the barricades and what have you there at 38th in Chicago in Minneapolis. And now there's been a lot of there's been a lot of talk about what should happen uh, at that particular intersection. Uh, everything from making it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of it, Ed, but basically at, at that intersection at 38th and Chicago, they have a memorial and they have a, a large fist, a, a power to the people type uh, fist in the middle of the intersection. And so there were talk about making it, uh, making it a roundabout. Well, the, nobody, they haven't been able to really come together and agree so uh, just kind of in the in the cloak of early in you know wee morning they decided well they're going to uh they're going to start moving uh some of these things and and try moving the barricades and reopen the uh reopen the intersection and um i don't think they re- they i don't think they understood just how many people that was going to uh irritate when when they did that they, uh, uh, there was a group of people that gathered right away with this. Um, they were they were chanting uh, George Floyd's name. I, I don't think that people are ready to just open that up to uh, vehicular traffic. So, and I have I, I have mixed feelings on this, but so and I've been sitting and thinking about this a little bit. And at first, I was. I was kind of in that camp. Let's make this this let's make this a roundabout. God here in Minnesota we are all of a sudden in love with roundabouts. Then I got to thinking a little bit more. I said, you know, we we here we have a tendency we like to block off uh streets uh for traffic. Uh, we have uh an area known as Nicollet Mall. It's an eleven. It's an eleven-block uh, long stretch through downtown, where uh, the only thing that is uh, allowed through there is bus traffic and uh, 
Uh, oh, I think they, I think they allow, I think they allow taxis through there. If I'm not mistaken, they don't want vehicles through there. Um, and there, you can't turn, you can't turn onto Nicollet Mall from any one of its cross streets. Uh, so if you get on it, you get on at one end at the, at the West end of it, uh, and you move on to the East end of it, uh, if you will. Or I should say, actually, north and south, uh, respectively. But I, I just got to thinking here about 38th in Chicago. Is why? Well, I'll tell you what. I I, I put out a tweet, and my uh, and my uh, uh, my uh, good friend, our good friend of the show, Shaletta, actually uh, uh, read it. So I'll uh, I'll just play what she read. John Shannon said, you know, after last break, I've got uh, this little thought and I've concluded that if you can block an 11 block stretch of downtown streets, there is no reason 38th and Chicago couldn't be blocked to through traffic. There are plenty of other thoroughfares in the area, 35th, 36th, 42nd, Park and Portland. Now to, to clarify again for my non-Minneapolis friends, uh, uh, 35th, 36th, 42nd are all east-west thoroughfares. Uh, Park and Portland are, are two main thoroughfares that are just a block, uh, two blocks over from Chicago Avenue. And they're, they're one way, used to be they were actually very, a very good thoroughfare until they decided to, oh, let's have, let's have not one, but two lanes worth of bike traffic on these, uh, on these, uh, uh, lanes of uh, as it is, so let's John, narrow that down a little bit, John. Not not to interrupt you, but just to clarify, <clears throat> excuse me, that was Shaletta on her show on WCCO. That is correct. Okay. Her show that airs every uh, every uh, Saturday at eleven o'clock Central Time. All right, and that's why we moved our show so as not to compete with her. Well, it wouldn't compete with her anyway. There's no competition, but. <laughs> You said it. I you, didn't. You, you said you, you it. Take it. You take that any way you want to take uh, it. I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> we'll argue about and this during the, the break. I, um, and I appreciate Shaletta giving me a shout out on the on the tweet uh, by by all means. But um, uh, I I don't I just I don't feel like I mean this. There are people, like she said, and I've seen this myself. There are people coming from nation, from all over the country, all over the world, who are coming to see this memorial. It's a simple. It wasn't done by nothing. None of this was done by the city. This was all done by by people who care. This memorial means. This memorial means more than I could ever. As an old white guy, it means more than I could ever describe. And this has become, this has really become sacred ground. And I just am am having a hard time with the idea that why would it, why does it have to be taken down? Why can't this be made into a permanent one, one, uh, 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 one one block, you know, just one block doesn't have to. You don't have to block off multiple blocks. 
uh, just one, just, just the intersection. There should be, there's no reason in my, in my opinion, why this, uh, th- this can't be done. And I don't know, there are smarter minds than me that'll be able to figure this out. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll just have to see how this, uh, goes forward. By the way, people, people aren't having it by the way, because they, as soon as, uh, uh, as soon as, um, they started tearing down all these uh, blockades and whatnot. Took the Jerry uh, took the Jerry walls out of the way and what have you. Um, the people said to hell with this. They started moving stuff back in to start blocking, including old refrigerators, old stoves. <laughs> they started. It, it was actually quite humorous when I uh, I went through that area. Oh, a few hours later that day. I went through there and I couldn't believe it. It's like, well, the people have spoken. The people have spoken in that area. And uh, by the way, oh, Shaletta, I appreciate it, but there are, I, I could find a ham sandwich right now that's smarter than me. So. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I hope you're, I don't know if you're home yet or not for your, from your uh, drive from, uh, from Houston, but uh I, I sure, uh, I sure hope you make it back safely if you haven't already done so. Uh, that had been quite the trip uh, uh, for her. Shalotta buried her grandmother uh, over the over the weekend, and so lots of love and a big bear hug to her uh, going through that process. So the other the other thing that actually that happened here, and this this is. Because I, you know, being again an old white man, I knew nothing about uh, this uh, young man. But there was a uh, an individual shot and killed by a task force, a U.S. Marshals task force uh, in in uh, Minneapolis. Apparently, uh, what had happened was is he, uh, the individual. Uh, was being served a, a warrant. Apparently, they were trying to serve. There was he. He was actually kind of minding at the time, minding his own business. Uh, and they were the, these end of. They were trying to sh- serve a warrant. He reportedly, reportedly, um, brandished a weapon. And several law enforcement officers uh, opened fire on him, killing him. And I, I, forgive me if I'm a little tongue-tied by this one because this, this is tough because I don't under I don't under any circumstance think that you should escalate a situation with law enforcement. Uh, by trying to get into, you know, trying to get involved into a shootout by pulling a gun on the uh, these cops. I, I'll get into this here a little bit more in the second hour. Uh, forgive me again for not having myself together on this. But uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFA.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. here on the taxi stand hour here on radio tfi and again on the radio tfi streaming network once again from egan minnesota in the northern command studio i'm john shannon and over there once again mr ed van ness live and in color from the radio tfi executive tower and you will You'll have to forgive me if I'm a little, I'm a little choked up. Uh, 
please, please, please forgive me on this, Ed. I was, um, I wasn't prepared really to present this, uh, this story and the, the situation, which had happened in uh, Minneapolis here, uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, a little bit more prepared during the break, hopefully. The man, the, the man that was uh, uh, shot and killed by this uh, multi-jurisdictional uh, task force is the craziest thing I ever... By the way, ironically, none of them uh, had body cams. Supposedly, when they're working for uh, a fed, in a federal... Sit, they're not they're not allowed to wear body cams i guess is the uh from what i understand but the the man that was killed his name is uh, winston smith jr uh, nickname boogie apparently he was a uh uh a, a rapper a uh did a lot of stuff on youtube and whatnot you know Let's face it. I you're not going to. I'm not not quite up on that or up on his career and what he was doing. Um, but apparently he was being sentenced uh, for a gun violation uh, for having a gun as a uh, as a, a felon, and he refused to show up for the uh, sentencing. So uh, the cops showed up, and well, the, the rest is history. Unfortunately, and. I, I, I'm really, Ed. I'm really torn with this because, again, like I, like I said, at the end of the first hour, I, I don't think that the way to engage, uh, any to have any engagement, especially with law enforcement, is to try to produce a gun. It's you're not going to. It's it's not going to end well. The police are not going to lose that battle. No, no, they're no, they're not. Uh, I found it interesting what you said about because they're multi-jurisdictional and they're federal and blah 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 that uh, they can't have body cams. Well, that's a load of malarkey, as someone once said. Uh, why, why, why would being a federal task force preclude you from documenting what's going on? Does this give you? Uh, the right to go back to the bad old days when uh, you could pretty much bust in a joint and 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 do what have you to the people inside. This is why body cams exist. This is why you have First Amendment auditors out there, because unfortunately we do have uh, a significant amount of law enforcement that believe they are above the law and they can do it any way they they want. Uh, uh, the story you're telling, John, is it, it's important, and I, I'm unfortunately I'm not aware of any of it. Uh, now I feel somewhat silly for playing a silly song <laughs> coming out of the break. Well, but that but that was, you know, that that's that's our that's it's what you're scheduled anyways. I can't help for what I decided to plop on our lap here as going out or going into the break. Okay, uh, so I. Uh, the, the the fact is though is, is you're right it, it seems odd I don't doubt that that's true as far as the, 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 the body cams are concerned but you can't tell me for one thing okay 
where this happened was in a parking was in a parking structure, actually the top floor of a parking structure. So you're telling me that they don't have cameras at uh, at this uh, uh, parking structure? You're telling me that? Uh, I mean, Christ, we have cameras everywhere. How 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 did we did not get any video whatsoever? It's amazing. Of this, it's amazing. So. I don't, I don't know, I, but this this has been a rough week here in Minneapolis, and of course, what is happening on top of what's happening at George Floyd Square? Now you got this going on, and what's what's happening next? Well, in in the people's eye, another un, another unjustified uh, shooting of a uh, of a uh, black man. And you know what? You could have you could have written the script. You knew it was going to happen. You mm-hmm. had people um, dab, uh, throwing uh, damaging buildings and uh, doing a some uh, looting to some degree. I still it wasn't still at the level that after after uh, George Floyd, but um, you know, hey, the week is still young. We we um, we don't know if it, it, these. Uh, Protests, and again, a great majority of these protests are peaceful protests. But unfortunately, you have a few people who are out there uh, for, and I, and I just, I don't, I don't understand where people get to thinking that destroying property is the answer, because. All that does for everybody, you, you have you have a lot you have a lot of different layers here. You have people that no matter what you know are are totally on board, hundred percent. Police are, are constantly abusing um, young black, especially males, but abuse, abusing black people constantly and. A very little of it is justified. You got that. Uh, you've got that sector. Then you have sectors that say, "Okay, this was um, this was a, a horrible thing that happened." But what did he do to deserve this? You know what? You know nothing. Like you like to say, nothing happens in a vacuum. Uh, then, as you go, then you get people that are a little more skeptical, a little bit more skeptical as you go down. Right now, the the idea, the whole the whole essence of the of Black Lives Matter. Now, some people, I I think it is it is a statement. I don't look at it as as a group of in, a certain group of individuals. I look at it as a statement. Black lives matter. All lives matter. But right now, I believe that African Americans need. They need a little bit of our of our help and our understanding right now, and I'm out there. You're out there. The general public is out there giving that and and trying to offer that, doing whatever they can. You know, hell, there was as many people, there's as many white people there at George Floyd Square putting barricades back up uh, after they gotten taken down. They're putting the barricades so. White people, uh, 
I don't, I hate using this word, but awoke, you know, woke white people, you know, they're, they, they, they get it and they understand what's happening to African-Americans. Uh, but though, for those that are sitting on the fence, you think, well, geez, you know, you know, there, there are businesses, there are mom and pop businesses. I'm not talking about the Walgreens that can use it as a damn insurance write-off or, or the gas station that could use it as an insurance write-off. I'm not talking about those businesses. I'm talking about the the little mom-and-pop barber shops and little bakeries and those little businesses that won't, you know, when you destroy their business, they're not going to be able to reopen. They're done. It's all done with. And then you see those and then you start losing people and you, and you don't want to lose people. You don't want to lose people. This is a good movement. It's a shame that people have to gather and protest like this, but it's great that there are people of all races, all ages that are out there peacefully protesting. And there's just this handful of people that think the answer is to destroy buildings, to loot, to burn and it's not the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but that can't be it. And I'm going to tap out because my voice is just about completely fried right about now. Uh, oh, well said, sir. Well said. Yeah, right. <laughs> you uh, <clears throat> look, you're right there in the midst of it. I'm not. So I have no comment. And uh, it's not that I don't have an opinion. I'm just refraining from commenting. I, I, I'm not going to... You've said everything that needs to be said right there. So, uh, <sighs> But now you got to carry the show for a little bit because I'm out, <laughs> literally, I am out of breath. God damn it! <laughs> I am literally out of breath. Take a moment. We're going to... Uh... So anyway, we're going to... Uh, you, you know what it's time for, John? What is it time for? Emergency button. We're going to book in. Let's talk about the video we played coming coming out of the, the break. Uh, one of my favorites. It's called Cause I'm a Blonde by, by the fantastic Julie Brown. It's from the movie uh, Earth Girls Are Easy, which starred Julie Brown and Gina Davis. Also, in the video, if you are watching the video, you will see... Uh, a very young Jim Carrey, a young Damon Wayans, and Michael McKean, uh, in and and Sofia Vergara. They're all in that video. They're all in the movie. The video has absolutely nothing to do with the movie, really. It's not part of the movie, but it's fun. It's funny. I love the part at the end where she says, you know, uh, I, I'm a freshman in my fourth year. Uh, I'll remember this as long as I can. I'll remember this day as long as I can. Uh I'm a veterinarian because I love children. <laughs> I had to watch that video a bunch of times before I caught a lot of that stuff. She is so funny, Julie Julie Brown. But anyway, so that that that's what brought us into the second hour and crashing right into John's beautiful, beautiful soliloquy there. And uh, <laughs> but you did a great job, young Mister Shannon. We uh, we applaud you. We're proud. We're proud to sit in this box right next to you. I'll take Charlie Cox for the win. Uh, Charlie Weaver for the win. Yeah, I was going to say. Charlotta <laughs> was a freshman for four years. 
Shalutter, there was only one thing that kept me out of college, high school. Uh, anyway. By the way, Shalada, I want you to know that I, I uh, was going to try my damnedest to put your little twerking video on uh, on the show here. I, I was I was going to try to peel it off of Facebook, but my uh, the apps that I use were were not allowing me to do so. Otherwise, you would have been uh, the world would have been there to see you twerking there in front of your uh, your motorhome. Well, make it happen. <laughs> We'll make it happen next week. I promise. Absolutely. Let's, let's move on here. We, uh, I got slambasted earlier this week by a relative about Fauci's emails. And I, I'm not going to lie. I have not seen them. I've heard that they're out there. I honestly do not know what's going on with them. I know some stuff has been released, leaked, whatever, or public information. Uh, and apparently folks from the GQP are happy because apparently Fauci said or did a couple of things well as always when we have questions on this show and we're not certain about something we go to our opposition reporter Brent Terhune Brent take it away there are 3200 pages of leaked emails so called Dr. Fauci doesn't want you to see and I read every single summary on them from both sides both right and far right. Bigmask at Hotmail.com writes, tell them to wear masks and we'll send you some cash. And Anthony Fauci at Whitehouse.gov replied, just got the Venmo, gonna buy a boat. Laughing cry emoji. I looked on Venmo and I found the transaction. It says right here, Big Mask paid Tony Fauci bribe money. Credible doctor at website you never heard of dot biz says, I believe hydroxychloroquine can help fight the virus. Tony Fauci said, yeah, right. Gonna tell these MFers to get vaccinated, and then we'll really be able to control them. The schlong guru at extends.com says, want to make your hang down bigger? We got you covered. And Tony Fauci says, I'll take two cases. So it looks like Dr. Fauci's been lying to you this whole time about masks, about treatment, about enlarging your hang down. And surprise, surprise, it looks like I've been right this whole time, America. Tony, Tony, what was the email for extend? All right, we're back here. As always, Brent explains it all to us. John has stepped away for a moment. Uh, so, yeah, if anybody's got an idea what's going on with these emails, please give us a call here, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, because I honestly don't know. I got lambasted by somebody during the week, uh, and, and I really, really have no idea. Neither does John. Um, we're moving on here. Uh, as, I, as I'm looking at the solo, I want to apologize for this godforsaken thing on my lip as i stated earlier i went to a wedding last week we had uh everybody was vaccinated first full event at this venue and and after two years of uh being fit as a fiddle i walked away from it with a cold so i've been suffering with this not suffering fighting this all week it's just back on but this just looks ugly and i apologize for that we uh where was i See, I'm not good at doing this alone. I, I need Shannon back here, and I need him back here quickly. Uh, we'll be, uh, we got a couple other things we're going to touch on here. Let's talk about, 
Well, this is from Jimmy Kimmel Live. This, this is always one of my favorite bits that he does. This week in COVID history. Let's take a look back a year. This week in COVID history. It's June 2020, and America declares victory. Congratulations, America. The comeback begins. You heard it from the Q-tip. Even Sin City is lighting back up. Vegas, baby. And it was all thanks to Donnie Bill the Wahlberg's unprecedented COVID contributions. Like making sure everyone stayed safe inside their homes. Get your house down! Let's go! <laughs> Protecting the White House with coronaproof barricades. And showing us it's safe to once again worship him. And that moment, holding the Bible up, is a very important symbol. And like Churchill, we saw him inspecting the bombing damage. It's in a powerful message of leadership. Yes, and all Winston Churchill's fried chicken had to do is shoo away some rabble rousers. <laughs> some yahoos argue the protesters were peaceful. Tear gas was used, and it was a photo op. The protesters weren't peaceful, no tear gas was used, and it wasn't a photo op. Well, that settles that. But one respected journalist still demands answers. Why didn't you go to St. John's the other day? What was the message that you wanted to send to people? Religious leaders loved it. Religious leaders thought it was great. They loved it. True. Just ask any religious leader. The Bible is not a prop. It makes a mockery of Christianity. It was an act that mocked God. You just don't do that, Mr. President. It isn't cool. And nobody knows cool like Kid Turtleneck. This just in. A Fox News poll shows Biden is up 14 points. But don't be bamboozled. I know all of you are freaking out the polls. Well, the experts say that Biden's way ahead. It's his election to lose. The so-called experts are just horribly wrong. Yes, take it from her. She's horrible and wrong. <laughs> this has been this week in COVID history. <laughs> and that's from Jimmy Kimmel Live. Very funny stuff. Very funny stuff. Listen, I am going to come right out and say it. I'm sorry. Uh, I took the took the advantage of that last uh, bit there. God, I missed. How 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 could I miss Brent? I, I but I had to get up. But but you know what? If you did miss him, John, do you know where you can find him? I mean, besides on Twitter on his own account, you can go to radiotfi.com. Absolutely, and I plan on going there and checking it out. Uh, maybe even before the end of the show. Who yeah, knows? well, there you go. That's <laughs> we like. I, I I stumbled across some very interesting facts I thought would be uh, fun to share here in our number two. Are you ready for this? Were you able to dust yourself off after you stumbled? Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. These you didn't, from- you didn't you didn't fall and couldn't get up or anything like that. Uh-huh. You just stumbled. Uh-huh. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> You're a bastard. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're gonna. How many more times are you gonna interrupt me now? Oh, I, I think uh, I think the score is still Ed twenty four, John three. But yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> you're way off. You're way off. It's in the thousands. Uh, this is from at fact on uh, Twitter, an account I follow. Uh, here's a fact. Humans put a man on the moon before they put wheels on luggage. I bet you didn't know that. Oh, by the way, let let me put a stop to this. We have have Goldilocks. We forgot. We forgot about Goldilocks. 
Well, no, go ahead and roll. You've got a couple more facts. I mean... No, no, no. We, we, we're going to put a pause on that for now. But they, but did you realize that? That this is one of those, you know... You, don't, uh, you know, I didn't realize, but you're, it's, it's, they are absolutely correct. And we landed a, moon, a man on the moon in 1969, and, and wheels came on luggage in 1970. And uh, we're, we're going to put a put a pin in this for now because I want to hear what John has for uh, Goldilocks this week. And we haven't come up with theme music yet, but gosh darn it, we're gonna. So, after thinking long and hard, um, I have uh, decided to go with a particular uh, a theme, if you will. A theme, okay. We're, we're not, uh, you know, we're starting to get into the OTAs now in football and what yes. have you, so Especially when the uh, the uh, Minnesota Twins are sucking up the joint like they are this year, uh, they're already starting to look at you. Now. Football, where are you? Where are you, football? Ninety four days away. Uh, so I've decided that I'm going to look at three. Te- I'm going to give you three teams. Okay. Over from the NFL. Uh-huh. Who have been what I would consider what people would have maybe said for different reasons have been dynasties. Okay. Now, before we continue on, tell the people how much time I've had to consider any of this. It, I just sprung this on him now. That is correct. Okay, let's go. I just and that's the way I like it, actually. That's the way I like it too. So, first team. We will go with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh God! Do I think that, so? Are we? Are we're still doing overrated, underrated. Yes, yes. Without exactly. question, overrated. I don't care what uh, Dak Shepard or whatever the hell his name is, uh, Preston Peacock. I, I, the Cowboys have good teams in the same cycle as everybody else. Look, they've had some fantastic quarterbacks over the years, but Troy Aikman hasn't played, and you know. Since I had hair on my head. Uh, do I think they're a good team? No. And, I and, don't. and now while, while, while you're doing this, I, I want you to think about the entire, not just what's happened in the last year or two. I want you to think about the, the entirety of the franchise. Okay, the, uh, the entirety of the franchise, including when they started out in Kansas City? No, that's not true. That is not true. The Kansas City Chiefs started, started in Dallas. out in Dallas. In Dallas, my apologies. My apologies. Uh, I, you know, I was going for that KC connection there. Look, the Cowboys had a great run. They were a dynasty back in the eighties. Okay, back when it seemed like every year the Super Bowl was them and the and and the Steelers. You just couldn't get away from it. But do I? If the question is, what do I think of them now? I, well, what I've always thought of them—they're overrated. Always been overrated. They've had good teams, but they've always been overrated. And that's thanks in part to uh, the the ringmaster Jerry Jones, who needs to shut his flipping mouth and go down and coach the team himself. I mean, he's not as mouthy about it as he used to be. But if you're going to run your mouth. Go down, put on the headset, and you coach the team. Very good. Thank you. Next up, next on the list, 
Oh, oh by the way, uh, I think they're they're. If you look at their entire through their entire history franchise, yeah, through their history, I think they're properly rated. Mm, I, well, that's you. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think and, that, and that's why you sit in that box and not this one. Okay. I, I think I think that they're, you know, they when when they were dubbed America's team. Jerry Jones dubbed them America's team. Well, but it, it caught on. I it don't did care catch who, on. who actually. Why why was there a hole in the roof of Tex of the old Texas Stadium? Uh, so God so God could watch his favorite team. That was the answer. Oh good lord! That was the answer. I I didn't make that up. Good lord! I wouldn't take I wouldn't take uh, uh, credit for that. Now would I, Gil? Gil, <laughs> thank you, Gil. No, no. Now it's not time for lunch yet. Soon. Go Christ, everybody. Who you got next there, Skippy? Secondly, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. Now, now, the Steelers, I think they are properly rated. They have been look, every every franchise has its ups and downs. But let's face it, they have you you can literally count on one hand the number of losing seasons they've had in the past 20 30 years you know they don't always make the postseason but they're they're in the fight to some point you know even even eight and eight they're there i i think mike tomlinson has done a fantastic job yeah bill Carroll before that chuck Knoll before that these are three fantastic coaches and they've you know uh, they've kept that team on a steady course. Again, it doesn't always work out, but I think if you're a Steelers fan, you can't be unhappy with the history. Uh, especially, let's go with the recent history, especially since the merger in 1970, when the Steelers went from the NFL to the AFC, one of three teams that did so, uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Colts. Steelers, I... I I'm 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 caught between uh, properly rated and underrated. They're not really underrated, but it's just it, if it tilted off that middle, it would just a tick, just a tick towards underrated. I think I think again over a spread of forty years or so, forty fifty years, I they're everything you expect them to be, and more. See, I've always thought there was a mystique about the Pittsburgh Steelers. No matter when they, no matter when they were playing, I mean, even when they've had their off years, mm-hmm. they all they always seemed there was always a mystique. Yes, absolutely. Play, play the Steelers. Uh, uh, their their fans, their fan base, probably second only to maybe Cleveland as far as ravenous fans for one yeah, thing. That's true. And also uh, just the name uh, Steelers. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it puts something, look, let's face it. The dolphins do not instill fear into anybody's <laughs> fan base, but that, and the, we, we won't talk about them right now, but go ahead. Continue. Yeah. So I know I, I've, I've always, you know, no matter what kind of year the Steelers have had, when the Vikings have played, 
the Steelers, I've always thought, eh, this is going to be a tough one. This is this is right. You get that feel. Yeah. You you always expect when the Steelers play, you always expect a good game. Exactly. You always expect exactly. the the Steelers to do well. Obviously, that doesn't always happen, but you know, but that's you definitely got that. Man, this is going to be okay. So I would def I would definitely say I'm pretty much in that same boat with you, where I would probably lean maybe just a bit too underrated. Mm-hmm. I think, but I'm in that same boat, right between underrated and, and properly rated. Uh, okay, now I'm going to get now I'm going to throw you now I'm going to throw you your uh, your bone here, if you will, uh, and I want your honest assessment on this one. I can't speak about the the Vikings, so make it somebody else. I didn't plan. I wasn't talking about the Vikings. I was talking about the one and only Miami Dolphins. Miami has a dolphin. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Were you just waiting? You were just waiting for me to set that up for you, weren't sitting you? Right, it's sitting right there on the the button. Is always, always just waiting to be pushed. It's on. Uh, it's on eternal readiness. The Dolphins. Okay, it's a long, long sorted history. I I will not say we have had anything close to a dynasty. Now we had Shula, three hundred forty-seven wins, most in the NFL. Not all came with the Dolphins. Uh, some of those came a good chunk of those. Not a good chunk, but uh, anyway, uh, he was Baltimore with Colts. Baltimore Colts. By the way, he was the one that Joe Namath beat in that famous Super Bowl three where in Miami. Just a coincidence. Uh, even, okay, we had the perfect season, 72. We were doing fine uh, in the 80s, especially after we got Marino. Remember, since uh, the, the last, since 73, I think we beat the Vikings in 73 in the Super Bowl. And uh, one year we beat the Redskins, one year we beat the Vikings. Uh Whichever was whichever way it goes, but into the eighties and early nineties, we only went to the Super Bowl one time. I think that was eighty four or eighty five, with uh, with Marina. Marina only went once in his second year, and we lost to San Francisco. Uh, that when I first became a fan of the team. Dynasty, no, because we really hit the skids in the uh, 90s and the early aughts and uh horrible horrible the jimmy johnson era was we looked like we had some hope uh let me give you the short answer overrated dolphins have been overrated for a long time now this this coming season i think they're properly rated but let me finish with we had jimmy johnson who was you know it was kind of working out uh, and then we had to take his, uh, Johnson retired and we had to take his do boy. Dave wants that. Now the folks in Chicago will tell you what a loser Dave Wanstand is. And we found out the hard way that Dave Wanstand does not play to win. He plays not to lose. And he would whip out this prevent defense, which of course only prevents you from winning. That's all the pre- yeah. prevent defense does. Uh, he hated Marino. I don't know if he hated Marino, but he didn't want to play Marino. Uh, 
the story at the time was that ownership told him he had to play Marino. And Marino said, look, coach, I'll hand it off a hundred times if you want. You know, there was no, uh, we did finally make it back to the playoffs. We got booted out in the first round. It We played in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's second year. By the way, here's a side story. Jacksonville and Carolina came into the league the same year. In their second year, both teams, they both made it to the conference finals. We were this far away from having the expansion bowl that year in the Super Bowl. Jacksonville, Carolina. This close. Anyway, we got to go to Jacksonville for the first round where we got whooped up on 62-7. to Marino's final game. Um, again, another side note. I watched that game. Fundamentals. You could people couldn't catch the ball. They couldn't defend against the ball. Nothing. They did nothing right. I I was ashamed to be a supporter of the team that day. Uh, but Dynasty, they had a shot. But no, overrated. Highly overrated. But not this year. Not these. Not this year. Don't count this upcoming year because I think they're properly rated for this coming year. Brian Flores has done, has done a fantastic job. I was sorry to see Fitzmagic go away because I'd like to see Tua have an, a, that experienced hand behind him. But, hey, it is what it is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, of course, I'll always uh... – I'll never be honest about my feelings about the Dolphins for a couple different reasons. For one thing, I I still, to this day, still am brooding about the fact that I sat through the NFL's lar- uh, longest game in Kansas City mm-hmm. between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Yeah, only, only to have only to have first off Jan Stenerud, who was a very reliable kicker. Uh huh. For the, for the Chiefs, blow hit that field goal, sending it into overtime. Yeah, and then having Garrow Garrow Yeah, kick the field goal, kick the ball. That just ripped, yeah, just ripped my heart out. Yeah, as a young Kansas as a young Kansas City Chiefs fan, so I can't say I still haven't forgiven him for that. All right, still haven't. Let me tell you this little story. Nineteen ninety four. I'm on my schmooze across America trip with my buddy Harry, and the only event we had planned was to see the Dolphins play the aforementioned Minnesota Vikings in the Hubert H. Humphrey Dome. It's the only thing we scheduled. We bought tickets for it. It was a fantastic day. Uh, 28-28, and I had to, well, the Dolphins were down 28 nothing at one point, and we came back, and Marino did his thing. And uh, came back, four unanswered touchdowns, t- score was tied. And then Fouad Revez came out. Oh, Fouadomatic, I had to listen to. So, And yet, I was able to get past that. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. So tell I'm me. Very, I'm so, very proud of you. Though. So I gave you my rating. Where are you uh, on the Dolphins? Honestly, I think that they are probably... All in all, I think that they're underrated. Believe it or not, hmm. they've had some. They've had some fantastic years. They've had so some not. Oh my so god! Fantastic. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you don't know. 
you know, I look, mean, it's different for me because I, I'm, I was really a lot more in tune with what was going on with the team, just like you are with the Vikings. Okay. You know, I'm watching the little dramas play out that are getting reported locally, blah, blah, blah. Uh, did they strike fear and in, into uh, foot, not necessarily teams hearts, but in, 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 in maybe football fans, you know, like the Steelers, you know, there was oh a time, God. there was a time. I'll tell you what, one of the things that, that irritated me the most and still annoys me to this day, Ricky Williams comes to the Dolphins. Uh, this man, it was fantastic the first year. He's just running through everything. I wanted to bear his children. I was, you know, it, life was good. I guess it was his second year. He was going to be with the. They basically built the whole offense around him. Okay. And then he decided he was going to go uh, uh, smoke some ganja on the beach somewhere. Just at the last minute. Oh, no, no. I'm not going to play. And I mean, literally. The, team, the offense was built around him. Of course, there was always the contingency that he might get injured, but for the most part, they went into the season, okay, Ricky's our guy at running back. You know, he's got a lot of talents. We can use him. And defenses will, you know, account for that, which frees up other people. You know, you know how it goes. Now we don't have Ricky. Well, it's a, we just got it – was, it was a massacre that year. It was just a massacre. And I blame Ricky Williams because we didn't have time to fill in that gap. You know, you you, you have a game plan going uh, going into the season, a master plan. And now, yes, could he have gotten injured? Yes, of course, that could have happened. And we would have had the same result. But this was him saying, see ya. So whatever happened to him then? I just saw him someplace. He popped up. Uh, he came back. He came back. We we had him for about twenty minutes uh, because he he got the the snot suit out of him by the Dolphins because uh, hey you owe us some money, dude. You signed a contract. So uh, I'm sure his heart wasn't necessarily in it at that point in time. You know when you have no, to come back. No. Well, he came. But well, he ran out of money. You know. Can only sit oh, on the beach. Can only sit on the beach and smoke weed for so long. So I don't know. I've never tried. <laughs> I would not have that point of reference. So anyway, all those side things aside. Uh, so so what what do you wh- where were you on the Dolphins? I think that they are underrated. Hmm. Thank you. I think you're wrong. But... And and, the, and I'll tell you why. The to to me the Dolphins have always been. Even before, um, even before the Brady bunch, they always seem to be the class of the of AFC the, East. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And again, they didn't always field the greatest teams, mm-hmm. and they also didn't necessarily strike fear in your heart and mind like the Steelers uh, or other teams like the Bears, you know, the Bears come to mind when as right. a team that you play and they they did they didn't have the same didn't have the same effect, but you always felt like when you were playing the Dolphins that they were the class of the league mm-hmm. and and that they stood a chance of winning every time you you played them. That is correct. Well what what was it? I think it was a coach for the Vikings once said they are 
they're exactly who we think we are, who, who we think they are. Wasn't that Dennis Green said that? It is Dennis Green, yeah. They are exactly who we think they are. But, okay, so there we have it. That's your Goldilocks for today. That's Goldilocks for, for today. How by, about that? By the way, by the way, let's let's do a split end on this on the final one. Uh, let's hear your take on the on the Vikings. Uh, it's not easy doing your right. own. It's not easy doing your own, is it? Um, to tell you the truth, I think that the Vikings are, I would say, properly rated. Okay. Um, they're not all that and. In my in my mind here, they're not all that and and a bag of chips as mm-hmm. Granny Annie likes to say. I like to say that too. Uh, um, but uh, the other thing is too is in in Minnesota here it was you know there was a time when we didn't have you know all four major sports franchises and a soccer team on top of it mm-hmm. plus a plus a WNBA team. We have every possible franchise yes. uh, uh we other than major you know major league lacrosse you know we, we, that's about it for us uh there's a lot of different choices right now right now uh the twins the twins are not have my god i can't believe the injuries that the twins have had this year it's unbelievable they've got like eight guys off, off their starting day roster that are that are gone right opening now. Opening day. Opening day roster. That's what opening we call it in baseball here in America. Well, excuse them. Is, are, you, out of me. are you new to the language? Is that is that what it is? Well, since whatever. We're, since we're speaking about sports that are not, well, whatever, we're speaking about sports. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if, if you're watching this uh, and not listening, I showed this to John before the show. By the way, I am holding John. What? What do you? I'll describe it in a moment. John, what do you think this is? It's a big plastic rat. You're close. What I'm holding up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, and by the way, especially for the kittens, it's a rubber rat. This rat, if you can remember, 25 years ago, the Florida Panthers. Uh. One of our guys, I can't remember who it was. Uh, there was a there was a rat in the old in the locker room at the old Miami Arena, and uh, he one timed it right off the wall, bang, killed it. Well, this got out, and now every time they scored a goal for the rest of the season, people started throwing these rats. I had a bunch of them. I went to one game after that. I kept one. I kept one. Uh, but this actually hasn't even been cleaned in twenty five years. Uh, the game I was at, I happened to be sitting right near where they collected. They had 55-gallon drums of rats. And uh, after that year, uh, that was, and that was the year the Panthers went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, they got swept by Colorado. Oh, God, that hurt. Oh, that hurt. Uh, and uh, after that, the league said... No more throwing things on the ice if you if you do this, that, and the other thing. Of course, people in Detroit have been throwing octopuses or octopi. First off, I want to know, okay, how do you sneak an octopus into the arena? These things are not solid. 
they're they're big and they're drippy and, and, and you know look this this goes in your pocket it goes in your pocket you you know by the way it also it squeaks that's a, that's a white rubber rat with its mouth open being very fierce so anyway that's uh that's a little i i i the panthers are out of the postseason now but a couple of weeks ago somebody uh when they were still in it some somebody put put that up uh on twitter that it was the 25th anniversary of the year of the rat so i mine is i didn't have to dig it out it's been sitting in out in the open for i've never put it away it's always been out there Anyway, we might have to talk hockey next uh, next week. Hockey, eh? When it comes to the, yeah. Uh, are, are the wilds I, are the wilds still in it? Wild are out. Oh well, then they they lost to the the Vegas Golden Knights in I the love, uh, first round. I love the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know why I don't know anything about them except that they're an expansion team and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their very first year of existence. And let me tell mm. you, Game Two of that series a couple of years ago. Uh, them and the Washington Capitals was the best hockey game I had ever watched. Vegas won that game. It was the only game they won in the series. But boy, oh, I, I have not sat glued to a game like that. It just, it I can't explain it. I can't describe it. It just, for the first time in I don't know how many years, I was just bear hugged by the game and I just couldn't turn it off. And, uh, so yeah, we can talk a little hockey next week. Sure, I have tried. I have. I probably should save this for next week, but screw it. Screw it. I have tried <sighs> to me. get get behind get behind the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I I just can't. I can't get my head around it. Well, I have always been when I first started watching hockey. When I came up here, came up here to Minnesota from Kansas City. Of course, Kansas City didn't have a. Uh, professional hockey franchise or didn't have an NHL franchise. I'm going to prove you wrong right now. They scouts did. didn't play there when the, the oh, scouts okay. didn't play there Very when good. I was when I lived there. Where are the scouts now? Uh, New Jersey. That's right. Via Colorado. That's right. That was absolutely right. Very good. What was their name in Colorado? The Rockies. There you go. Very good. Very good. Not as, not as dumb as I look some days. No, no. Most days you're not. Well, most days. Well, anyway, some days you're not. <laughs> but ever ever since the North Stars left for Dallas, by the way, there are those who speculate that the reason that uh, Norm Green, the owner of the team, uh, when they were up here, when they moved, to, he moved to Dallas to get away from sexual harassment charges in Minnesota with some of his uh, from some of his employees so he saw an opening and took it so to speak yeah yeah exactly you you, but you, I just you never, set you set that up on the tee so I, I couldn't you uh, I just have not been able I mean we had when I moved up here uh, in the uh, early 70s not only did we have a um, a NHL franchise, but we had a, a franchise in the World Hockey Association. The WHA, yeah. Uh, the w- and they, uh, which at that time actually was a very credible league. Gordy Howe was playing for the Houston franchise. Houston Arrows. In that, 
Yes, yes, exactly. I went uh, several. I went to one WHA game uh, at the Garden, Madison Square Garden. The New York Golden Blades. I won tickets. I sold a bunch of candy, and uh, and the prize was uh, a couple of tickets. To no, no, no. I got Nick's tickets for that. Uh, and I, I, somehow I wound I wound up with tickets when I was a kid. Uh, I must have been. A, I know I was a kid. Uh, to the Golden Blades. The place was empty. It was, uh, they moved shortly. Anyway, uh, speaking of alternative uh, sports leagues, the USFL is coming back next year. I heard that. Next year, huh? Yes, I am following them now uh, on the Twitter. Uh, They just created a Twitter account the other day. And, I, I, you know, just uh, no Trump. Here are the rules. Here are the rules that they need to follow, the things they need to follow to be successful. Number one, keep Trump away from it. Number two, know your place. You're a spring football league. Don't try to compete with the NFL. Compliment them. Don't, don't. Number three, keep Trump away from it. And number four, keep Trump away from it. And there you go. And uh, you, can, you can change the order of those rules any way you like. But, uh, hey, I got a couple more fa- facts here I want to. I want to throw out. Uh, Before you do, have they announced the franchises for that? Uh, not yet. Event? Not yet. They're ho- they still retain the rights to the na- the original names. Uh, as of what I read the other day, it's, right now they're, it's probably going to start with eight teams. Could be more. But look, you'll, you'll never find a better logo than the Tampa Bay Bandits, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. And, and they played well, too. They played very well. Yeah. Uh, the uh, anyway, I could I could talk USFL for days. Are you ready for a few more fun facts here? Sure, why not? This one got me. I love this one. The world's shortest. What? I I was starting to talk, but you were drinking. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you forgot to mute on the ice. The world's shortest horror story consists of only two sentences. Are you ready? Don't nod your head. Say say something. Are you I ready? did say mm-hmm. Okay. The last man on earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock on the door. It's a horror story. You're the last man on earth. You're sitting in a room. Oh. Sucks. Okay. Sucks when you got to explain them. Koalas, koalas with those big cuddly animals. Koalas sleep 22 hours a day. What a life. Hey, I enjoyed it like that for about six months. <laughs> By the way, the average American thinks they're smarter than the average American. <laughs> or smarter than the average bear, for that matter. Could be. Hey, boo-boo. Just another reason to uh, drag out the the yogi impression and here's one that that uh is near and dear to my heart being sarcastic can make people mentally stronger oh totally get it <laughs> totally get that one hey boo-boo so for those the for the sarcastic people around well screw you anyway uh that's all i got that is literally oh, no Oh, we could talk about sarcasm for... Uh... Really? Can we? <laughs> oh, we could. Can we? 
Yes, yes, we could. I'm being sarcastic yes, here. Are you sarcastic, prick? <laughs> Mr. Sarcastic. Don't be don't be oh. rude. Don't be rude. We got like four minutes left. Don't don't be rude. Well, come on. Okay. I'm just you know, it's okay to prick your finger. Yeah, but you can't finger your prick. Uh-huh. George Carlin. Yeah, don't you dare. Don't you dare try to outcarl on me, buddy boy. I can't believe that we're scrambling now. Two weeks off, or not two weeks, one week off, but a two-week gap. Uh, we'd like to thank. Oh, yeah. We'd like to thank everybody that called in today. Nobody. They call in every week. <laughs> yeah, our, our our number one our number one fan. <laughs> and it's nobody. nobody. <laughs> so so I'm talking to my nephew at the at the wedding last week. One of my nephews, uh, the one who had actually listened a couple times. And uh, he says, he says, yeah, I haven't listened in a while. Maybe I'll, I'll listen this week. So somebody, his mother, my sister, somebody, you know. Oh, my sister says, oh, you listen? He says, yeah, 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 I listen, I listen when I can. So he says to me, I'm going to try and listen this week. I said, when? He says, oh, probably one night this week. Dan, we haven't been on at night since. Uh, since uh-huh. our- <laughs> and download the app, by the way. It's. Uh, We've made some adjustments to the app. We fixed some of the uh, some of the errors, some of the formatting errors. So the app is just uh, humming along, singing a song. We uh, let's see what else. What else do we want to talk about, John? In the couple of minutes we have left here. Well, jeez. Well. Geez. well Boy, yeah, we well, we literally we we literally have fell, fall, fallen, fallen off the cliff. We thing. we've fallen short. We're just this close to the finish yeah, line. It, we have it was about to happen. We have one minute to go. One minute before the music cues up, and we're gonna well, sit. We're gonna sit here and stare at each other, aren't we? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I I to tell you the truth, I am I am completely at a loss. I just I got nothing. I. Oh, let's let's see if there isn't something I can come up with in thirty seconds. Oh, here. by the time you find it, look, we're we're just about done. We're just about out. Let's just we're just gonna flop around. Hold, hold, hold on, just one second. I'll leave you with this: right wing blogger launches a GoFundMe page for AOC's Puerto Rican grandmother. Yes. In a yes, 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 yes. People, they raised a I, lot of money for her. Yeah, they did. Good. I mean, good for them. AOC, she's for- my gal. Exactly, and we didn't even mention I, your gal, and we didn't mention the nitwit Matt Gates this week. Oh, we got a lot to uh, five seconds, five, not five, yeah, five, four seconds. Two, one. There it is. There it is. Music to my ears. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us here. We'll uh, we will try to be back here next week. Thanks again for listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TF. I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness. And I got the money. See ya!
Yeah, you're always right, baby.